0: more of high tide on 2sm and the super network thanks to shimano tomorrow's tackle today if only i
1: could go fishing down the river again up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend scurrying down the river bank Yep. Don't worry about the riverbanks, but I'll tell you where you can go. It's 144 the Pacific Highway at Coffs Harbour. It's called Fishing Tackle Australia, or other words, they are known as Moes. And uh, out wide, not a lot of reports. The the marlin are out there, and uh, barcod pearl Percher are out there as well. They're around. The, dolphin fish or around the Wave Rider. In close, you'll, there's been uh, snapper caught on bait. Venus tuskfish have been caught there around the island. Lighthouse, the kingies are still there. The beaches, whining, tailor, deweys, brim and dart. jewies have been uh, more prevalent than most species. Uh, the rocks, they picked up drummer, graver, good runner, tailor, brim. Deweys up around the 30 kilo mark. Big fish, big fish. I reckon my good friend from the Tenderfield, Tiddler, he'll be heading that way as soon as he hears that report. Captain Dan's fish well for Yellowbelly and uh, Pindari as well. And if you want to fish down in the harbour, the marina, there's Brim, Trevelli and some blackfish. Jetty Beach has had some whiting on it. And in the harbour itself, there's Brim and blackfish. What do you think about that, Titdula?
2: I always love going down to Coffs. Coffs is always a great place to go for a fish. You yeah, know, it's just, just a nice part of the world. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, on the card. So I'm actually uh, in Sydney at the moment. Uh, I would have come into the studio this morning, but I didn't get in until quite late last night. And, uh, you yeah, know, I've got the, the daughter with me, but we might come in tomorrow morning if that's all right.
1: Mr. Blake will be here tomorrow.
2: Perfect, perfect.
1: Mr. Um, Blake, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, there's, a chair, there's a chair alongside me, so that'll be all sorry, right. It. Yeah, Mike, that microphone's working, I think, isn't it? Yep,
2: beautiful. And then I'll uh, just try. You know, I'm, it. I'm down here for a um, uh, a double board meeting, and uh, then I was going to uh, borrow Mr. Borsak's boat and take it back home with me, and uh, you know, get the, the boys from Backtrack their boat licences. Uh, it's been a, a, obviously a very very busy week for for us up in Tenerfield. Uh, just just been a dreadful week, to be honest, uh, with the with the fires uh mainly kicking off on Tuesday, you know a lot of those fires were from the um the dry storms we had over the weekend sort of started by lightning uh strikes and they were just sort of smouldering in trees and what have you and then uh we had that really wicked uh uh westerly on tuesday and it just just took off and it, it uh you know we were surrounded the the town. Uh Wallangaro was very badly hit Uh south, west, east, you know, you name it, uh yeah, there was uh, only the Mount Lindsay Highway was open through the Stanthorpe. Um, and uh, I was very dubious about using that. So uh, little fella got stuck up in Stanthorpe after school, so fortunately some of his school friends took him in for the night and uh uh, yeah, we sort of got him back late Wednesday. Uh, some of the backtrack boys came up uh, on uh, Wednesday as well with uh, a few of the firefighting units on on the backtrack trucks and had my crew and their crew out sort of mopping up behind the RFS. Uh, the problem with the, the fires that we've had is there wasn't an awful lot of feed left Um but what there is is, is now gone, so there's, there's going to be a lot of very, very hungry stock, and, and you know, farmers that were already supplementary feeding, you know, at this time of year, uh, which is you know not great. Usually, you know, sort of the end of spring, beginning of summer, you, you're relying on that spring growth and not supplementary feeding. Well, at the moment they have been. Now they've lost that. A little bit of feed they have, so it's gone from supplementary feeding to full feeding. Well
1: Um, then that's when it takes you, you where's the dollar going to go, because the cost of feed will go up, because of the shortage of it and secondly, uh, the price of beef will fall, because uh, the market will get an abundance of people trying to Say, well, I've got to capitalise on what I can, so I've got to put my stock through the sales.
2: Yeah. And, yeah, look, there were a few injuries and, and so forth as well. Uh, it's, just, as say, it's just been been a rough week. Uh, so, you know, hopefully next week's uh, a bit better, but, you know, it was, was just something we really didn't need uh, up home. And, and the fires have been. Sort of all across the state. I mean, Tentafield's mm. got a lot of, a lot of um, publicity, but you know, you had Scone was very, very. Uh, the fire was awful close to Scone during the week as well. Like you, you sort of, uh, I noticed that on the way past uh, yesterday. It's like, oh wow, that that fire got real close. You know, uh, to, to Scone. Uh, so it's yeah. Bushfires, big problem. Uh, I think that they're going to be a massive issue this summer, uh, which it you know, seems to be a constant refrain every summer at the moment. And,
1: uh, why? Why is it that every year we go through the same thing? We hear the same words every year, and yeah. it, it doesn't seem to gel with the bloody government or the people to say, "Look, we need to do act on this a lot earlier." Yep. they talk about it, but it never happens.
2: It doesn't, and uh, it's it's a bit scary to it, to be honest. Like the the fires that we had, uh, you know, Dairy Mountain, for example, that was really badly burnt in 2019, and uh, the, the fire sort of came back through. Uh, when I left, it was it was still burning. Uh, most of that was was regrowth of. of basically woody weeds and so forth. Like it wasn't particularly uh, you know, cleared or anything like that yeah. after the fires were maintained and we you know, some of those national parks haven't had a fire through in you know goodness knows how long. And uh you know it's just devastating for the for the wildlife as well. Like the 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 bush is not designed to burn as bad as it has been burning, you know it's it's uh, it's not germinating seeds. It's it's burning them to ash. It's not uh,
3: you know
1: yeah.
2: providing new growth. It's 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 allowing weeds to flourish. And uh, in terms of the wildlife, it just devastates it. You know, koalas are used to you know having a low fire through the the um, undergrowth and and so forth. They sort of climb the trees to get away from it. The actual trees are exploding, you know, and uh, you sort of look at it and go, "This is this is untenable."
1: There's How a simple way to. There's a simple answer, and it's just to the national parks, let the abounding properties run the cattle or whatever through to eat the undergrowth.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: And, it's not rocket science.
2: Yeah. We've just got to try and start reducing that fuel load. But these
1: people live in their own little bubble.
2: Yeah, and the thing that scares the heck out of me, to be honest, Karen, is you know the, the talk of this great koala national park and, and so forth that you know, these uh, inner city greens and so forth want to introduce you know, to, to save the koala. All that's going to result is you know give it five or, or ten years, and it will be an absolute holocaust up yeah. and down the. Because they will not manage it. They can't manage what they've got, and uh, yeah, I just I sort of despair when you 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 can see the writing on the wall, that we're doing this mistake anyway, you know. And uh, yeah, anyway, that's
1: yeah. A lot of the police can't even manage a razor. (laughs) Yeah, I tell you, it's 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 frightening. Uh, Anyhow, uh, one and all, wait for these people to be in uh, these positions and I mean I I read where they say Eddie Jones can talk the talk but he can't walk the walk well let me tell you the politicians are of the same brush Mm. Mm. they Mm. all stand up there and talk at 100 mile an hour uh, and promise the world and they don't care Uh, and they have no idea whether they can fulfill that promise or not they just make it Mm. Yep. Whereas if I went to the if I go and get married, and I'm about to do this and do that. I got to keep that promise Indeed, and be mate. responsible for it. But not these people. They, yeah. Look, I, I, there are good politicians. I I've got to say yeah. that. I've met a few of them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and one that we have on the program regularly is Melinda Pavey.
2: Mhm.
1: But you find the good ones get fed up. Yeah. They're banging their heads on a brick wall.
2: Uh, know what you mean. Know what yeah. you mean. Anyhow. We'll we'll see how it goes, I have to say. Now that I've heard heard that the fishing's uh you know on fire over at Coffs, with with you know, if you'll pardon the uh, expression. Yep. I think uh I'm gonna try and take some of the boys over for a bit of a break uh next week and we'll take the boat over for a wander and do their first
3: uh Beautiful.
2: uh trip and, and get that in their logbook and yeah.
1: Well here we go. That's
2: that's going to be the, the plan for the next few weeks. So it's very nice of uh, Mr. Borsak to, to lend backtrack the boat. And, yeah, yep. we'll get some fishing done.
1: Okay, bro. I look forward to your on-water reports as well. Champion.
2: Now, See no, you, mate. So you
1: say Here's the gun bye-bye. shop.
2: Yeah, gun shop's going well. You know, should be open today, but it's not. <laughs> Christine sort of looked at it and went, "I'm not getting up at five a.m." Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll uh, gun shop will be open sometime today. No, no. As I say, I'm down in down in Sydney, so she's going to okay. uh, she's going to leave it for today, and I'll be back on Tuesday. And uh,
1: can you buy yeah. online?
2: You can buy online. You know, I've got plenty of books and, and things like that. Uh, hard to get uh, sort of Australian fishing and hunting books and things. So uh, okay. US hunting books, uh, all sorts of cool stuff uh, on our website. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, been been an interesting ride this uh, whole uh, shopkeeping business. It's uh, yeah, definitely uh, taking on a bit of a life of its own, and uh, you yeah, know, sort of monopolising a fair bit of time and. The paperwork side of things is an absolute killer.
1: All right, Brad. That's
2: all right. We'll we'll talk,
1: I shall talk to you during the week and see you back on the program next Saturday.
2: I'll see you tomorrow morning.
1: Oh, I'll see you tomorrow morning. That'll be yep. good as well. Beautiful. Okay, mate. Bye. And uh, if you just joined us, it's uh, seventeen minutes past five, and the program's called High Tide, and we're on the Super Radio Network.
4: I used to drive seven hours to hospital and seven hours back. You know, when Bob first flew me to hospital from a chemo, it was such a relief. Can you imagine? A two-day trip became two hours. What Angel Flight does is a godsend. So please, support the work of Angel Flight, or if you can, get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver, because helping Angel Flight helps people who really need help. With NHP's N-Line of electrical
0: enclosures, you can save without compromising on quality or performance. Thanks to the workability of ABS material, N-Line wall-mount enclosures and terminal boxes are easy to install, drill, cut and modify. So it's a breeze to customise to suit your specific needs. NHP N-Line wall-mount enclosures and terminal boxes help deliver efficient projects for a range of applications without breaking the bank. Get NHP N-Line wall-mount enclosures and terminal boxes from your local electrical wholesaler. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington with the biggest names and the best prices you'll want to shop until you drop Peters of Kensington has become a Sydney institution now with additional locations at Barangaroo, Birkenhead Point and Alexandria. Peters of Kensington remains what it always has been, a family owned and operated Australian company. Visit Peters of Kensington for the best quality homewares, luggage and dinner sets at amazing prices. Peters of Kensington, why in the world would you shop anywhere else? With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make Finance Easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392 182. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customisable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. With 20 tab tracks across New South Wales and plenty of greyhound racing action daily, thedogs.com.au is the home for everything greyhound racing. Watch all New South Wales greyhound racing live, plus view on-demand replays and get expert form analysis and tips on every race. The black book function allows you to add your chosen dogs and trainers to let you know when they're running next and update you with their results. It's the one-stop shop for greyhound racing. Visit thedogs.com.au Gamble
1: Response.
3: 2SM has Sydney talking.
0: More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network.
1: Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's Tackle today. Only yes, and go. thanks to the bomb. That's the Bureau of Meteorology here for Sydney. Sydney Harbour, Pittwater, and Botany Bay. We're looking at a southeasterly, 10 knots. That'll increase around 15 to 20 knots as you move to the middle of the day that's called lunchtime or 12 o'clock. The sea will be about a half a metre and the weather is predicted to be 95% showers and it's cloudy naturally. Got to be a cloud there for it to rain. Well, sometimes it rains without a cloud. And there's a prediction there could be a thunderstorm during the afternoon. Now, for offshore it's an east nor'easter, around ten knots tending to the sourwish which will puff it up around the twenty knot mark in the late morning. The sea will be about a meter, a bit below that, then that will build to about one and a half metres as we move into the afternoon. The swell will be from the south one to one and a half meters. That will back off and come back down around about one meter around about lunchtime. And they say it'll be partly cloudy, near a hundred percent chance of showers, nearly there. So that will also say that there nearly will be a thunderstorm, maybe late morning and afternoon. Well, so that's about it. <laughs> Me the V O M man, uh, and now let's go and talk to none other than the. Uh, B-man of Port Stevens. Good morning, Tone.
5: Good morning, guys. How are you going? I'm going well. Mumbles yeah, well, may have... Really he's just nice
1: assessing hear, things. He's going to have tomorrow off, I reckon.
5: Well, I am going to have tomorrow off. How'd you guess?
1: Yeah. Oh, well, you're going to have tomorrow off because he told me yesterday.
5: Oh, OK. <laughs> Okay. Oh well, that's that's good for me, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, listen. What I'm going to do, I'll have to devise
1: a plan, won't I? Yeah. I, we do a quiz during a, a, of a of a day uh, at the coffee shop of a morning, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a question came up the other day, and I just and I can't think of the word. It was a strange word, and nobody could work it out, and it related to beehives. Uh okay. Is there another word for them instead of beehive?
5: Uh, um That's a congregation. That's a lot of beehive. But uh, no, not that I'm aware of, mate. Oh, uh, <coughs> now you've got now you've got me a project.
1: Yeah, well, I might have an answer for you in a minute because Google. It, Mumbles has gone to the computer. Yep. Uh, you, you come, this was a question that comes along oh, I'll have to look it up uh, yeah, well, beehives said, uh, there's uh, another name uh, for beehives
5: yeah
1: mm. anyhow meanwhile let's get about the fishing
5: the fishing look um, it has been a little bit quiet but there's some reports of some nice whiting being taken off the beach uh, the mutton birds are, are well They tell me when they're dying on the beach, that's when the whiting are. uh,
1: The whiting are biting? Pardon? Mm -hmm. I say, is that when the whiting are biting?
5: Well, that's what they say. That's the old wives' tale, or Scully's tale. But anyhow, um, Martin went down the other morning and got half a dozen nice, he said, good thick whiting. So. That's a good thing, um, been some nice reds taken out at the sisters, up to about five kilos, so they're a decent sort of a fish, but in general, um, still plenty of good fish around, Uh flathead are on the chew um, with the water starting to warm up a little bit. If we can get a little bit of consistency in the weather, it'll make the world of difference, Uh but you know, like I'd like to be a weatherman. They um, doesn't matter whether they get it right or wrong. Make someone happy, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, they get the they get the seven figures regardless.
5: Exactly, exactly. Well, I walked the dog early this morning, and I got out my door and it started to rain, so I put my raincoat on. I didn't have a raincoat for the dog, so he had to walk in the rain. But walked him for uh, three quarters of an hour. It rained all the way. I got home. Guess what? It stopped raining. But, uh, <laughs> so, go figure that. But, well, fishing in general, uh, it's it has been a little bit quiet. But things are starting to turn over. I mean, we had that uh, the tides or bigger push through from the uh, cyclone up north, um, which does affect all down the coast eventually. So. It, it pushed through, so it'll start to settle down a little bit, and um, and the weather will warm up and everything will start to really fire up, but not that it's not now, there's still fish being taken, anyone that puts the effort in, catching are uh, catching decent fish, uh, as I said, some nice reds taken out at the sisters through the week, and... Uh, Still, uh, the Kingies haven't really fired up, but uh, the young blokes are getting a few down off the break wall and off the Bay break wall. Um, chasing, like, little smaller type uh, poppers, surface poppers and things like that. They yeah. don't seem to be hitting the bigger ones. Uh, uh, so they're there, and uh, some nice... A couple of deweys been taken off the off the main break wall uh
1: so all in all, looking good. So yeah, you got the bring comp on up there this weekend. Yeah, we
5: have this weekend. Uh, haven't seen any boats go out at the moment, but I'm sure they'll be uh, they'll be out there ready to go. I don't even know what time they officially kick off. So.
1: No, I, I know that that's on because I'm going to talk to uh, Dominic. Uh, Thornley, he's from. He's the new marketing manager out at um, Shimano, and they've got oh, okay. a couple of entries in there. Yes. Yeah, so we're yeah, going to talk know, about some of the good, it's a lure uh, fishing comp.
5: It's very still here whilst it's very overcast. Uh, it's, not, it's not raining at the moment, but it's nice and calm. It'll be a good morning out there having a fish, so Good luck to all the guys out there. I hope they uh, get their trophy fish.
1: Well, it's the right conditions, isn't it? You know, overcast, there's a big chance the brim will be about.
5: Well, yeah, they like the darkness, and there's no question about that. I mean, if if you're fishing through the middle of the day, you're better off fishing into, uh, when I say covered areas like where there's a a few snags or, a you know, a bit of overhang cover, you'll pull them out of there all the time. Hmm. Uh, so. Don't
1: they have those boats that are just like a flying machine?
5: Oh, I've seen them go, mate. They, may, <laughs> they <laughs> are <laughs> like a flying machine. <laughs> you put a set of wings on them, you'd end up in Vietnam.
1: Oh, I think so, yeah. yeah.
5: So, Blakey's, so Blakey's back, back tomorrow.
1: Yeah, Blakey's back tomorrow. He's coming. And it looks like Mumbles is going to have a day off he'll probably go sailing so all those on Pitwater be
5: aware <laughs> yeah well anyhow yeah.
1: He's hey, got a really go, nice can shot
5: go to to Blakey for me. He'll be speaking Vietnamese
1: today, yep. yeah Well, obviously I would say that we'll uh, there'll be a bit of a tourist uh, situation on tomorrow.
5: You' all have new t-shirts and gifts.
1: Oh, that'd be right.
5: Yeah, no, he's a very generous man, Blakey. He gives away stuff at his boating shop all the time.
1: Okay, you know something no, I don't. yeah uh, yeah, Laurie McAnally will agree with you. Yeah. Peter Johnson will agree. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't think go. there's You're a... a, a day day. I, I don't think there's a marine dealer... Anywhere in the South Pacific, right, uh, or the Southern Hemisphere, that's got a sharper pencil than Al?
5: No, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. Well, All right. Keep those lines nice and tight. and
1: Yeah, that's it. That's a good old uh, saying, isn't it? Tight lines. That's it. And shop one
5: 163 Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, 49 if you need <laughs> any advice on the phone.
1: How's that? I like it. I like the seven eleven finish. <laughs> the easiest way to read it out, yeah, mate. Okay. Let's talk All to right. you later.
5: Yeah, have a good day. Guys. Check
1: up on that beehive business.
5: Yeah, I will. I will. I'll be straight on to that. Okay, I'll mate. An answer to, and I'll give it to Matty for in the morning. Terrific. Okay, too easy.
1: Okay. See you later. Okay, bye, guys. Okay, and before I go, I'll give you the time. It's 5.30 here and 29 seconds past the hour of 5, and you are listening to High Tide. And we are on this evening. come
0: and
6: go, but there is only one John Laws. Our Prime Minister has reaffirmed Israel's right to defend itself, but he says Israel must recognise international concern about the extent of the civilian deaths which are spiralling towards 10,000 innocent people.
3: The hardest thing I've had to do over the last couple of weeks is put some of these cattle down, uh, unfortunately, with a rifle. It comes close to bringing a tear to your
6: eye. Uh, that's terrible for you to have to do that with your own stock. And those big, yeah. beautiful eyes, they look at you, that oh, dear, I couldn't do it.
7: People that throw cigarettes out their window as they drive along, that's starting a number of fires around here. Can I suggest they scrub it out on their
6: arm or leg and then put it on the floor? <laughs> <of> the <chair? laughs> that's what they should be doing. <laughs> The John Lewis Show,
0: weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Sherlock Wheelbarrows, for almost 50 years. Make moving mulch, bricks, concrete and waste around the home or job site easier. Sherlock lasts longer. Sherlock, view the full range at sherlocklastlonger.com.au. Available at Bunnings Warehouse. Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. Made from olives grown in Northern Victoria, they're harvested and first cold-pressed within four to six hours to create a premium quality oil. This is what guarantees every bottle of Cobram Estate Extra Virgin Olive Oil is fresh and full of flavour, elevating your entertaining and making your food taste even better. Cobram Estate, premium quality, great tasting and the healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. Want accurate weight and ADG for every animal in your mob or herd? Consider TrueTest Walk Over Weighing. It's precision livestock farming where you can capture weights on every animal, not just a selection of them. With automated weighing and drafting you can trust, you can make decisions on your top and bottom performers with ease. With 24 7 support every step of the way. Get TrueTest Walk Over Weighing working for you. Phone 1 800 248 774 or visit TrueTest.com.
5: For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore & Sorry Pain Relief Gel.
0: Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional.
6: Look for Stiff Sore & Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food
0: stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore & Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 66 71 359.
4: As Australia's only national tile specialist, we're wrapped. You voted us number one. You want great prices, great range, and awesome quality. Get all that and our lifetime warranty on tiles when you choose Beaumonts.
0: 2SM. Sydney's talking. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano.
1: Tomorrow's tackle today. Only could... Yes, it wasn't any Johnny Depp that sailed the seven seas. There's also the Peter Sayer who sails the Pacific. Good morning, Pete.
4: Uh, there you go. I'm just an apprentice as, as compared to Captain Jack.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, peg-leg <laughs> Pete.
4: Big leg, Pete, that'll do. I've got a bit of a limp now, too. But anyway, that's another story.
1: <laughs> okay, and talk about stories. You, you've been under the water this week?
4: Yeah, we've been spending a lot of time on a um, on a couple of locations, actually. Been up to Vela Lavella. Uh, and We've dived a couple of shipwrecks at Vela Lavella. there's a place called So um, There's a place called lapari there that has a small shipwreck. I don't want to say small. She's about uh, probably... Um, 80 metres long, something like that. And um, it's sunk in about 50 metres of... Sorry, I'll get my, get my story right here. I've got two shipwrecks mixed up in my head. It's early morning and not enough coffee. So there's, there's a small shipwreck there. It lays in about uh, 25 metres of water. Um, it's fairly open hull. Uh, you can get in there. The engines have been removed at some stage and you can go through the, the most of the boat without too much uh, trouble at all. Um, there's some pictures up on my Facebook, so if anyone wants to have a look at that, to do so. Um, so it was an interesting dive, and at the, the Leopari itself, uh, there used to be a shipyard, which is interesting, and they, um, built, uh, some quite nice aluminium boats in and a few fiberglass boats. But recently, the owner passed away, and, um, uh, the site now, although there was still a, a small marina there, not a small, very small marina there, um, uh, with a few yachts tied up and it's sort of a place where some people leave yachts to sail off back overseas to do visa runs or um, and check on their, their whereabouts back home I guess. Um, the entrance in there is very narrow which, um we went across there in uh, just over uh, one metre of tide which is about all we get here and we cleared the bottom by about 500 mil in the Phoenix as we went with probably about a metre either side where we run the keel through so that's a little bit uh, clenching, clinching, if you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> from there we um we went out and we uh, done another dive um up at uh, Valla La lavella island and Saporto, which is a um, a small village now. this village was particularly friendly to us as we helped out um, one of their the younger dive instructors was oh, sorry dive master I would so we um, met him at a, another village and he was looking to go further. Uh, north, just to get a lift home. So we, we dropped him up there and made quite a good friendship there and helped him out with a few things and um, enjoyed ourselves for a while. But now we find ourselves back at Gizo. Now, Gizo is the second biggest uh, city, if you can call it a city, in um, in the Solomon Islands. Um, not quite sure of its population, but I have a guess and say around 5,000, something like that. So it's not a, not a real big place. Um, just about all the food comes in by a barge, which um, comes in once or twice a week, and uh, delivers the food. But shopping-wise, there's not a whole lot here. You can certainly buy rice and buy flour and frozen chicken wings and some other things like that, um, but not not a whole lot at all. Um, but the dive um, dive Gizo is a dive operator that, that works in the area, and he wires us up to a shipwreck called the Tawamaru, Maru. Now, the tower is um, laying in about 40 metres of water. i just give a I've just got to get a drink of water. Not very good on radio, I know. But it has to happen. Where uh, are you excuse going? Me. Excuse me. Yes, I, <coughs> my voice was just
1: Oh, up. that's okay. Sorry. i had that's that problem in the room. last three weeks.
4: <laughs> the Toa Maru is a um, Japanese vessel that was mm. sunk during uh, World War Two. Um, it it um, came to its grief in the 1943, I believe. Um, it had uh, a couple of tanks on board. It uh, two, like, um, uh, military-style tanks. Um, the ship was uh, 10,000 tons. It's 502 foot long and 64 foot wide. Um, it's currently laying on its side uh, in, the, say, 40 metres of water. Um, it's, it's quite a good dive. You can actually move it, move around inside of the fair bit, and we come across a fair bit of ammunition um, that was destined to, to be in battle in the Solomon Islands. It never made it, thank goodness. Um, also, along with that, we're coming across um, some ampules which contain some sort of medicine, whether it's... Um, morphine or I have no idea but just some ampules of medicine um, there's um, bags and bags of cement which I believe were destined to build an airfield also in the Solomon Islands um, but the uh, ship was sunk by a couple of aircraft that blew a few holes in it uh, then it was reported to catch fire uh, the captain obviously tried to beach the ship but uh, never got that far before she sunk and um, it's great, making a fascinating dive for us mm. um, so much so that um, I think I've got to go back there
1: again. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably be in there today. Now, listen, I remember because of the movies, That's any of the old black and white movies, you know, when the divers would go down, there'd be the big octopuses and then there'd be the eels and stuff like that. And uh, I remember the first plane that we dived on up there in the Solomons, you know. And I thought, no, I don't really want to go in because one of these monsters might grab me, you know. But, um, no, they pushed me in the door first. Anyway, luckily, there was nothing there. But it's quite interesting that the only thing that had gone is um, uh, the leather off the seats and everything else, but the steering and all that moved. Everything else was functionable. And the same on on the... on the boats that have been the destroyers and that that were on the bottom you know you'd find the jeeps and all that you could turn the steering wheel and and uh yeah. the tanks were on them
4: i'm 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 reading all, all of this sort of stuff um and basically what i'm seeing is in the last uh, 10 to 20 years things have really started to pull now this ship um when it originally sunk, was upright and then there was an earthquake and tsunami in She'll there get, and she hmm. fell on she fell onto its side you all of the all of the bridge and uh, that area has now fallen. Instead of like laying on the side, it's just fallen off onto the bottom now. Yeah, well, sure. very much spread over. Um, you can make out a few portholes and stuff like that, but uh, I uh, have been very um, cautious about entering too far into the bridge area, as you don't know how much metal is holding up the roof above you. And the last time it was, crushed under 10 tons of metal framework or something like that um obviously the people who dive this all the time would know a lot more about it than i do but um we rely a lot on the um my camera lights when we go in because it, it gets pitch black inside um and uh, the area when i say pitch black you can see where the exit is I always make sure i can do that without my lights on but if I wanted to enter further in, we put what's called a guideline in just in case it goes very murked up and you can't see anything. Um, so you need to move around these wrecks very slowly and very cautiously. Um, once you kick your fins more than twice, you're going to stir up the silt and the, the silt very quickly starts to cloud over. And, uh, it, it can get difficult to find your way out. But um, we, we just go about it slowly. and uh, While we might penetrate into the wreck, it'll bit one day, we might go a bit further the next day once we know what we're looking at.
1: Okay. I'll tell you what we'll do, Pete. We'll leave it there because uh, Blakey will be back tomorrow and I'm sure he'll want to talk to you as well and it, you and him can discuss about Vietnam and maybe he even went under the water out there. We'll find that out. So is that okay with you? I'll call you back tomorrow about the same time.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry about the dry throat there for a little while, but I just got the better of him.
1: No, that's okay. <laughs> it happens to all the frogs jump in, uh, into the throat occasionally.
4: Let us know this is coming direct. Yep.
1: (laughs) 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 All right, Mark. See you later. Okay. 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 There he goes, Peter Sayer. And uh, great stories. Well, you are listening to High Tide. It is on the Super Radio Network, and the time is 5.42 and 30 seconds. To traffic.
3: Busy traffic, but moving. Centenary drive through Homebush approaching Arthur Street. No delays. General Homes drive for Road or free flowing traffic. But it's getting a good start also inside the Pacific Highway exit at Warunga and clear the Hume Highway through Ingleburn approaching Brooks Road for northbound traffic. Think subway footlongs can't get bigger. Order a footlong sub on the subway app for a chance to win a giant inflatable footlong. Today only. T's and C's apply at Subway.com. That's the latest traffic on 2SM 1269.
6: Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call 0756198198.
0: There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all. Connecting you to what really matters. To the issues you care about. To the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now, just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So, I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decency supply. For the toughest jobs, at home or on the job site, you need the toughest gear. For almost 50 years, Sherlock Wheelbarrows have been hard at work for the weekend warrior and trader alike. They make moving mulch, bricks, concrete and waste around the home or job site easier. Because Sherlock lasts longer. Lighten your load with Sherlock. Visit the full range at sherlocklastlonger.com.au. Available at Bunnings Warehouse.
6: Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a POW kit home. Australia's most experienced and trusted kit Home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner builder and manage the building of your own home. Pal guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to Pal, that's P W KitHomes.com.au, or you can phone them on one eight hundred zero two 24 912 2 SM has Sydney Talking. 2
0: SM has Sydney Talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's
1: tackle today. If
0: only I could go fishing down
1: the river. And don't forget it's Shimano's product, engineering excellence. Yes, and a warranty of about 10 years. It's all good. Now, the marketing manager, Mr. Dominic Thornley. Good morning. Dom, how are you?
7: Mate, I'm well. I'm back again.
1: Yeah, back again, yeah. This is not too long. The price will go up right. shortly. <laughs> right. uh, I spoke to our man in the tackle shop at Salamander Bait and Tackle up there, Tony, earlier right. about the brim comp. He said, uh, hadn't seen any boats go out yet. What time would that be starting?
7: Mate, I'm up here this morning, and they're already rolling out past my place. They're up here. Uh, okay, this so
1: they're on their
3: roll.
7: They're at seven o'clock. They leave this morning. Okay, um, they they fished yesterday as well. Uh, we had two Shimano anglers in the tournament: Mark Healy and Jason Mayberry. and Currently, both boys are in the top ten.
1: Oh, very good. So now, uh, now comes the question. This is the thousand dollar answer. Are they fishing with squidgies or are they fishing with the dandum, uh, the Bantam? Is it Lygen, the top water lure?
7: The Lygen, yeah, no, the new Lygen. I believe Mark uh, threw a top water around yesterday for a while, um, and the Bantam Ember, which is a bit of a hard body deep crank. But um, yeah, you can't go past the old squidgy, can you? I mean, it's the original. Um, the great Bushy and Starlow had a lot to do with the squidgies, as you would know, Kieran. Yeah. Um, the. A bloodworm regla in the 65 and 80 mil um, with a nice little jig head is not the worst presentation for a brim at this time of the year. Uh,
1: let me tell you, I'll take you back many years. Uh, Dumpf used to promote Rapala in the first instance.
7: Right. Uh-huh.
1: And then uh, he got stuck into stalo and uh, then he brought along Bushy, and uh, along comes Squidgy. And it's been there ever since.
7: Yeah, it has it's, one of the original soft plastic lures, and I know that we've um, we've actually just been working on a few other variations at the moment in uh, in the Shimano headquarters that I've seen, and I'm hopefully excited to be able to uh, release some new ones potentially next year into the market.
1: That will be good, but now this yeah. one that we got, the brim. A lot of people fish for brim and flathead.
7: So many people right around the coast.
1: Right. So what we're going to recommend what colours or what type of squidgy would we look for, and then I'll talk to you about the other two, the Bandams.
7: Yeah, of course. So, look, in the squidgy range, um, look, majority of the colours are are fantastic, but uh, one of the old favourites in the originals, which if if you're going to get anyone into soft plasticing to start, is probably the bloodworm wriggler. Uh, they come in all kinds of um, sizes, from the really small, you know, 65 mil, you know, right up to 140 and 160 mil. Um, so depending on what uh, fish you want to chase, but the, the smaller the lure is, more around your brim and, and some of your smaller flatties. But um, what we're seeing, Kieran, in the in the industry lately is uh, people targeting the really big flathead, you know, the big female flathead that are the breeders. Um, it's all catch and release, of course. Anything over 70 centimetres has got to go back. But um, we found that the the squidgy wriggler you know, in the 160, with a nice long um, shank jig head and a lightweight, um, sorry, long, light, lightweight jig head, nice long shank uh, hook, is a great starting spot for any of the kids who want to get into catching soft plastic squidgy, uh soft plastic flooded.
1: You know those wrigglers, They're more active than the than the live.
7: Just about, they, yeah, they no, unbelievable. So, they catch so many fish, and uh, we've we've included now a reef rigler, which uh, I've been using on the snapper, actually, uh, out in the, the shallower ground. And they've got an incredible uh, action as well. And um, uh, even the uh, Dr. Ben Diggles, who's uh, invented the uh, the S Factor, which is uh, like a secret yeah. sauce that you stick on the uh, on the on the lures, and it just gives it a bit of a scent. And what that does is, uh, when the fish grabs hold of a lure and all of a sudden realizes um, that it probably isn't quite the live thing that they were expecting to eat, the scent actually acts as a, an attractant. They hang onto this lure a lot longer, and, and your catch rate, and your hook up rates, are lots a lot stronger.
1: That's why you've got to have a um, a jacket on that has a pocket in, it because you have a bottle of the uh, attractor fish attractor oh, in
7: attractor. it. Mate, I use it. I use it everywhere.
1: Yeah. Most important, I used to say, you're not fishing right if you're not fishing with Ultra Bright. There you go. Yeah. Anyhow. Uh, now, this new range, the Bantam. Yes. What is different?
7: All right. So the Bantam, the Bantam, uh, the Bantam Ligum we'll start with, which is actually a little topwater popper. Um, it's just hit the market recently on the shelves. And uh, between you, me and the lamppost, it's selling like hotcakes at the moment. Uh, it's a real sought after. Um, it's a very simple little to use. Cast it out. Obviously, it floats. So you don't get snagged, which is a good starting point, particularly around structure. Uh, and you just work it back. You, you, you skip it across the top. It acts just mimics a, a prawn. Um, but quite often what we've seen, our guys have been doing, is, is a couple of hops and then literally let it sit there for a good 15, 20 seconds, even longer. Uh, the brim will come up. They're inquisitive. They'll look at it. They may not, you know, depending on the day, they may crash it straight away. Uh, other times they'll just sit around it. Um, but we've also got the, the Flash Boost technology in there, which basically almost indicates this thing's alive. You can almost see the heartbeat. And uh, even while it's sitting in the water, you know, you're still actually fishing with it. It's still attracting the fish. And, um, yeah, these things, as i said, uh, they're only 65-odd mil long. Um, they cast a mile. You can work them on a variety of retrieves, and they're such good fun to use. Mm.
1: Okay, so, what else we got? Now, how, oh, how did the new Stratic go? Yeah,
7: the new Stratic launched last weekend. Uh, it was a huge event for all the stores around the country. As I said, one of the first times Shimano's done uh, a same day launch right across the country. Um, yeah, they're all in, in, in stock now the 1,000 through the 5,000 Stratics. Um, yeah, an amazing bit of gear. They've got four new technologies which come down from a seller, and yet we've maintained the same price of a Stratik. So, you know, around that 350 odd dollar mark for a Stradic, you're probably getting a fishing reel which is worth, you know, I would say, nearly 600 dollars worth of, of technical features in there. Um, but no, a great launch from everybody. Uh, we've got a number of different uh, video clips and uh, and tuitional educational pieces on our uh, on our YouTube site to have a look at as well. But uh, so far, the stores have loved having the Stradics in, in in store. It's been a lot of build up for them. Of course, they won. Best New Reel at AFTER and Best New Reel at ICAST this year. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of weight for it, but we got there. They're on the shelves and, and available for
3: everybody now.
1: See, that's, well, it sort of goes against the grain from my point of view. But this is where electronics have taken us. It's taken us past looking at something in a magazine or listening to Kieran talk about it or Blakey or whoever or Starlow <laughs> or whatever, all right? Now you can go and physically see how these things work.
2: Absolutely,
7: yeah, we launched a video this morning, actually, um, just on. Uh, it's called Tech Talk with Stratic, and basically, it's Mark Healy who's fishing this brim tournament today. Uh, one of our leading anglers, he uh, he got his hands on one earlier. He took it for uh, took it for a, a day out on the water, um, and basically presented a, a piece to camera with with all the technologies, all the features, how to use it, uh, all the componentry. Um, to uh, basically educate the public. And you're right, Kieran, you know, most of all that is available, and it's available on the digital scene. Um, It's pretty much where the majority of the people in in today's world, uh, apart from our wonderful radio listeners, are uh, consuming their information on the fishing world.
1: Yep. Thank God they're still out there. (laughs) (laughs) From my point of view. (laughs) I mean, we've been going, well, towards 35 years, and... uh, if I look at, looked it up there a while back, uh, we're the longest-running fishing and boating program in the world. Fantastic. There's already our program.
7: Interesting stuff, Kieran. Uh, during that COVID period, obviously we're, a lot of us were allowed to go fishing, which was terrific for our yep. mental health. Uh, we had around 3 million recreational anglers in Australia at that time, and since then, today, we've now got 4.3 million recreational anglers. So we've basically inherited another million 1.3 million anglers in our sport since COVID. So uh, 30%. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, I mean, COVID you know. was obviously a massive event in the world uh, for all of us, but um, a bit of a shining light out of that was that we've introduced... I yeah, proved that fishing
1: a long time ago. I proved that quite well. Gary McDonald was a, a comedian, a very well-known TV personality as well, who suffered a mental breakdown and John Bethune and I and Dumpf uh, got him involved in fishing and uh, rectified him.
7: Brilliant.
1: Yep, so Brilliant. fishing is very good for you mentally-wise. Mate, i got to take a break and go, and uh, I'll have a chat to you during the week and see if we can get somebody back from Shimano in a couple of weeks, eh?
7: Brilliant, Kieran. You have a good day.
1: Yep, and uh, I'll, I'll get the the winner off you during the week as well.
7: Brilliant.
1: Thanks so, you very much. Okay, mate. Thank you. There he goes, Dominic Thornley, uh, who is the Marketing Manager at Shimano. Well, we will be heading up to a break. Uh, we'll take the ads and then we'll go to the 6 o'clock news. And after that, we'll talk to Mark yet. Johnny Garakatanas will be along all the way from Melbourne to give us the tips on the racing today at Rose Hill. We'll go to the Sunshine Coast and talk to Swanee, then go to the South Coast, and we'll have a chat to Greg Reed. what's happening down that way. And to top it off, we'll go to the Adonis, Mr. Paul Burt himself, the one and only. Yep, step outside. That's the way you go. Uh, Stay tuned. Don't go too far away. 2SM
4: Traffic.
3: Paramount Road through Granville I build up a build-up of traffic there down towards James Roots Drive through Clyde Clear a good start to Preston's and 5M7 busy traffic centenary drive approaching Arthur Street through Homebush Tremoyne Victoria Road at Lions Road and down towards Darling Street busy but moving traffic city bound. no delays Headed to IGA for mega dollar deals like Australian boned and rolled lamb shoulder roast $15 per kilo mega dollar deals this week at IGA that's the latest traffic on 2SM 1269 talk overnight
5: just laying on the lounge I had I just had a bowl of ice cream I was being naughty I put it on the ground and I heard this thing walk down the stairs and I thought it was the cat put my hand down the pattern I thought that's not a cat it does seem that there are more diseases around these days that can be easily picked up
2: in terms of health we really need to educate ourselves in relation to what's going on on the way in here for the 98 everything was over two dollars yeah. we've been ripped off for years and what do we do about it nothing
3: talk overnight